Welcome to the Mind Your Heart podcast. My name is Jody. Today's episode, we are going to talk about the reasons that people fail to reach their goals. Let's hop into it. So we've all been there. We set a goal and we are so excited about the possibility and the potential that comes with that goal and how it's going to change our lives and how we're going to be better people because of it and all of the reasons why we think that this goal is necessary and exciting and we are fired up. And then something happens and we fail to reach the goal. So maybe it's that you had 20 pounds to lose or 100 pounds to lose and something happened and you fell off track and you fell off the wagon and then you start to self-sabotage and you never reach the goal and then you gain more weight and then pretty soon you start over again. Okay, this time I'm actually going to do it and you beat yourself up and you think that you haven't been good enough and you haven't tried hard enough and this time you're going to do more. And so you become stricter and harder with yourself and you starve yourself or you work out really like a crazy person and you lose some weight and then something happens and you again fall off the wagon, start eating more, gain more weight. Or possibly you have lost all the weight and then thought you were there and gained it all back and then some. But it's not just that. It's savings accounts. It's paying off debt. It's wanting to buy a new vehicle. It's wanting to, it's reading so many books in a year. All the goals that we set and then fail to achieve. Today, we are going to talk about why you fail to reach your goals. So first, I just want to talk about the two or three things that often happen and uh, kind of cause us to stop the pursuit of the goal. And the first one is maybe you face a setback and that shakes your belief in yourself to achieve it. And then that just propels the self-doubt that demotivates you and you quit. So maybe on your weight loss journey, something happened and all of a sudden you started gaining weight and you couldn't lose the weight that you thought you could lose. And all of a sudden your belief in yourself has, has been shaken. You thought you could achieve the thing. And then now you, you don't think you can achieve the thing and you start to really doubt yourself and you can't get past the self doubt and you can't even get yourself back on track because you are so shaken in your belief for yourself, or maybe things get really, really hard in the pursuit of the goal and you start to think that the effort isn't worth the outcome. You, whatever had sparked you to set forth on the goal isn't really prominent and painful in your face anymore. And all of a sudden you're working really hard and it doesn't feel like it's worth it. Or maybe when the self-doubt sets in uh, because things aren't going as planned, then you you start changing your approach and you go from thing to thing to thing and shiny object and shiny object and you're listening to all these people and they're all giving you different advice and you keep changing what you're doing and never allow yourself to get any momentum. So those are like three big reasons why we will fail to keep pursuing the goal. And so I have five really good strategies for making sure that you don't fail to reach the goals, that you do achieve it and 
at least come close to it. You know, the whole saying, shoot for the stars and at least you'll land on the moon. And so that's perfectly acceptable when it comes to goals. Really, the whole purpose of a goal is just to give you a direction to head in in order to keep you growing. It's not actually about the achievement of the goal. And most people don't even realize that. They think that they have to get the goal or they've failed. And I actually, over the years, have changed how I set my goals. The way I come up with the goals that I'm working towards are ones that align with the type of person that I want to become. So I have to become a certain person in order to achieve the goal instead of going after the goal and letting myself become the person along the way. I choose. So what type of person will make $100,000 a year? Who, who, what kind of person do you have to be in order to make $100,000 a year? What kind of person do you have to be to make a million dollars a year? Who would you have to become in order to, to make a million dollars a year? Who would you have to become in order to make $50 million a year? Those are all, you'd have to have a whole different set of skill sets in order to make each, each pay raise. So instead of saying, I want to make $100,000 in a year, then the goal is to become the kind of person who knows how to make $100,000 in a year. Do you see this difference? So that the money, if, if money is what you want, the money becomes the byproduct of it. And you don't give up on yourself along the way. So that's just a little tip on on how I've changed the way that I set my goals. It's more on what type of person can achieve this goal. And that's become my goal, I want to become the person who can achieve that. So that's, that's just a side note. Now, we're going to get back to the strategies on how to overcome the reasons why we're failing to reach the goals. And so the first one is to set a very clear, visceral vision, vision of a day in the future after you have achieved the outcome you wish to achieve. So a visceral vision is something that you can like feel deep inside of you. And you specifically want to spell out like, like to get a piece of paper and write out every single detail using all your five senses to back up all of the details. So you want the vision to be super, super clear to you. There can't be any foggy or unclear areas that you leave uncovered. And you really want to be feeling those, all those things and, seeing the things and smelling the things and hearing the things all in your vision as you're creating it so that it becomes really imprinted into your mind. And that vision is actually going to release dopamine in your brain because it's something you want and it makes you happy and and a vision releases the dopamine. And dopamine is a motivating hormone in your body. So the more you can leverage the dopamine, it will keep you motivated when things get hard and you push through. This is like building, also like building a really strong why as to why you want to achieve the goal. So you it's it's creating that really tangible visceral specific vision and you want it to be a day in the future so that you've thought through what this day is going to look like once you've achieved the thing and that's going to help you figure out all of the little pieces that you want instead of just that one thing so if you want to be making $100,000 a year what does the day in your life look like 
after you've made $100,000 a year. And you're going to think about, you know, what kind of house you're living in and who the people are around you and how the floor feels underneath you and how the sheets feel in your bed and what you see when you look out the window and, and where you go during the day and who you're talking to. Once you get all of that really clear, that becomes a really compelling vision that will release the dopamine and motivate you when things get hard. So that's the first one. So the second one is now you need a process to follow. So you need to find a process. And usually somebody somewhere has already achieved it. Well, always somebody somewhere has already achieved it. And you need to follow their process or follow a process. Find one that kind of aligns and makes sense. Do some research. Figure out what makes sense to you. And then follow that process. And follow that process until you get there. So even when it looks like, or, and I guess you might not get to your goal, it might be the first chunk of your goal. Because lots of times, if you're creating a goal that's 10 years away, then you're going to have stages as you go through. So the first stage, you want to follow the process to get you there, but then it changes and you need to, as you evolve and become a different person and you learn different things, now you need a new process. But you need to follow the process even when it looks like things aren't working or that they're failing because you don't know the path until you get to the end and you will question and doubt and feel uncertain and all of the things along the way because you don't actually know the path so if you have a process to follow and you put your trust in the process and never mind all your feelings about why it's not working or your self-doubt or what might be happening along the way that doesn't make sense to you and just keep putting your trust in the process and quit quitting, then you're actually going to make progress and not get caught up in your own self-sabotage and weaknesses. So that's number two. So that leads us right into number three, where is you actually need to see your humanity and admit your weaknesses to yourself. So I see tons of people that are think they're somehow superhuman and that they don't fall prey to the human natural human tendencies and all that does is leave you blind and feeling unprepared so it's okay if you lack discipline self-discipline admit it to yourself and then find a way to overcome that or it's okay if you lose motivation I've already given you one really good clue as to how to keep building that motivation that intrinsic motivation in yourself with your vision, but find other ways to keep you motivated. What are the other things that you can do because you know you're going to lose motivation? Or, you know, when things get hard and you start to feel resistance in you, like, do you just sit there and scroll social media and not actually be ambitious and get after what you're looking for? Like, all all of us do those things. And instead of pretending like you don't or thinking you're superhuman and can push through, Build your awareness around it and start to notice when you start to do those things or thinking that you're already there long before you're already there, that you've got it all figured out. Okay, I've got it all figured out and I'm, I'm like almost there and I've got it all figured out now. That's, it's not helpful. So know that that's something you do. Admit your weakness and then watch for it when it happens and create some accountability for yourself around it. So when you start to see your humanity show up that you're like you are only human and you're going to do these things. So make sure you've got some accountability built in so that 
you know when these human parts of you show up that they're not going to win over. So maybe you have uh, someone that you check in with on a regular basis or and you don't want to let that person down. Or maybe you have to pay someone to hold you accountable. So maybe you have to pay or put a lot of money into a program because you don't want to waste the money. You're going to keep yourself pushing through. Or maybe you pay a coach that's going to ride you and help you sort through things and help you understand the process and to give you feedback when you start to sabotage. Coaches are amazing. I, I think coaches are amazing because they are invested in your progress and they're there to help you get to the goal that's they want you to win a good coach wants you to win so um, paying someone to actually be on your team and keep you going is priceless or maybe you it's something you're gonna lose 15 pounds maybe you start a group and invite other people in and you're like the head person and so you've got 15 people counting on you that's some serious accountability like you have to show up for those other people so all of a sudden it forces you to show up for yourself because you're showing up for them Okay, number four, before you self-sabotage, before that narrative in your head shows up, role play it in your mind, in in the quiet, practice how you're going to pattern interrupt those negative thoughts when they show up. So that's like when when your enthusiasm starts to wane or when something goes really wrong and self-doubt shows up. So... I don't know, you're, maybe the scale went up five pounds today on your weight loss journey, or maybe you had a, you're saving money and you had another big bill come up. And, or maybe you are trying to quit smoking and you had more cigarettes than you were supposed to have that day and you fell off the wagon or something went wrong. And whatever it is, something went seriously wrong and now self-doubt in the journey or self-doubt in the outcome or self-doubt in the process starts to show up. Maybe you feel like things are going backwards or in the wrong direction or maybe you you thought you'd be further along by now and you're super frustrated at the slow progress and whatever it is that self-sabotage that makes you want to quit, what are you going to do? What will you say to yourself in those moments? Rehearse that, have a plan because you know it's going to show up. It shows up for all of us. Nobody can be so full of belief that they believe in themselves all the time things happen and we start to doubt ourselves. What are you going to say to yourself? Practice that. Maybe it happens in the morning when you wake up. Maybe it's when something happens and you know every time that derails you, what are you going to say to yourself so it doesn't derail you? Maybe it's as you're going to bed and you're replaying your day and you start to feel insecure. What are you going to say to yourself? Rehearse and role play that narrative to pattern interrupt yourself and create a new narrative, a new message that you're going to tell yourself, you're not going to go down that path, you're not going to spiral down. Instead, I'm going to say to myself, XYZ, and you're going to know what to say to yourself. um, Better than I can tell you, I could give you scripts, like maybe you're going to say, no, I committed to this and I'm doing it, or I can do hard things, or I believe in myself and I trust the process. These little things that you can say to yourself in order to pull yourself out and get back on track, role play it. And the last one is um, you don't recognize boredom for what it is. I think boredom is the sneaky silent killer of goals. So 
when we start thinking of our goals in the beginning, we're excited about them and we see the end result and it's, it's glory filled and it's grandiose and everything we see, we admire the people that have it and we think it looks so great. And we have this goal that we're heading to up on a pedestal and it looks amazing. But often the road to getting there is like super boring and monotonous and hard. And those tedious parts that don't excite us, like we start to feel bored and we kind of lose interest and we fall off the wagon that way. And our society, so many people, like our society is so busy and so full of stimulation that, and we grow up in chaotic home environments. And so we're we're, society actually conditions us to think we need constant stimulation. And so we seek it. And all the time you hear, well, I don't say, all, maybe not all the time, but so often I hear little kids saying that they're bored. And they say it like it's some kind of torture to be bored. Or even adults that are starting to get bored will start to get agitated and grumpy. And we start to, we, we run away from it. Like we can't stand feeling bored because we think we have to be stimulated and we we will often create our chaos in our lives and create issues in our lives just to not have to deal with the boredom because the boredom is boring and we can't stand it. And so I just wanted to talk about boring and, and make you aware of it because it's actually a sign that you're too focused on the external life. You're too focused on something outside of you causing you stimulation. And that's just a sign that you need to turn inwards because the journey and the richness of life always come from within. And so boredom is just a sign that you're not connected and you're not in the moment and you're not looking inwards enough in your journey. You're looking outwards for the stimulation. So you can overcome that by journaling or just getting back in touch with yourself or meditating or even just revisiting the vision that you did in step one and your why about achieving the goal in order to escape the boredom of it. And just pay attention to it and be aware of it because boredom has become this thing that is just silently sneaking around crushing dreams and it's awful and it's ridiculous. And I just think that people need to build awareness around it because it's not awful. It's just a sign that you're, you're out, like outward facing and you need to face inwards. And it's a really simple fix and it doesn't need to be something that throws you off. So that's it. Those are the five strategies. And I think they're really powerful strategies. And if you start to adopt them into your goal setting and your goal achieving, they are going to be big game changers in your life. So let's just revisit them one more time. Now that we've gone through them all, the first one is to set a really clear visceral vision of a day in the future after you've achieved the goal. The second one is to find a process that works and trust it. That's harder than it sounds. We don't want to trust the process. When things start going bad, we start thinking the process is wrong. Don't blame the process. Trust the process. Number three, admit your weaknesses, see your humanity, and then have some accountability around yourself for when they start to show up so that you can make it so that you're not falling prey to things that are just normal human things. 
So first you have to see them and admit them, and then you have to have some accountability so that you don't fall prey to them. Number four, role play the self-sabotage narrative in your head and create a new pattern interrupt for when those thoughts occur. So have a plan for when you start going downhill, have a plan for how you're going to change what's happening in your head. And number five, you're letting boredom, the sneaky, silent killer, kill your dreams. You're facing, you're too focused on outward stimulation and you need to turn your attention inwards into where the all of the richness of life actually comes from. Okay, guys, that's it. We are going to stop failing to reach our goals and we're going to start moving forward, making progress in our lives and getting on to building the life of our dreams because that's where happiness comes from. Happiness comes from making progress in life. And in order to do that, you have to have goals so you know what a direction you're heading in. That's all I have for today. I really, really appreciate all of you tuning in and listening and good luck with your goal setting. Thank you for listening to the Mind Your Heart podcast. If you loved this podcast, then please screenshot it and post it to Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post stuff. And be sure you tag me and let me know why you liked this episode and what you would like to hear in the future. That will help me know what to create for you.